right back, Charlie. Oh, 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 People deluded, I'm back again. Come on, Ian. <laughs>
bro, he can play in a bunch of roles. He's capable. He's a maverick. He's capable of, of, of magic. You know, Madison, for me, make it happen really and truly. You know, he can play as eight. Like I said, he can break the lines. He can turn and receive the ball. He's not going to be known for his defensive uh, strengths, but obviously puts in a shift there. I think he is one of those players that I know he's been linked with 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 um, Newcastle and that, but I think he's one of them. He will look a lot better if he plays with better players. You know, I think Man United, obviously Man United could do with him. I think Arsenal could do with him. You know, I think Man United more need a deep line playmaker, but I think there's a, you know, I think Chelsea, Arsenal, Spurs, Liverpool, I, don't, I think every top six team, you know, if he's available for the right price, should be interested. We all know what goes against it is the English tax and all of those sort of things. But the guy is wavy, man. Like, he he, he really is a player I like. I know Richard Garlick and them lot, They when we signed Odegaard, you know, it's in the athletic. They kind of hoodwinked everyone to believe we're going for Madison. It was a somewhat smoke screen. Then we obviously went and got um, Odegaard. And I think they could play together, man. Madison's an Arsenal player. I've been following his career from Coventry to Norwich. Obviously, we've all seen what he's doing at Leicester. He's doing wavy stuff, man. He's getting Spurs or Newcastle. I'd, I'd imagine so as well. Probably Spurs, unfortunately. We need Madison. He could be our Kevin De Bruyne. I play two tens like City do. Bring me Madison, but won't happen. Madison in the eight would be wavy. Madison, my cam. Big up yourself. A, appreciate you lot and anyone's support. Of course, there's watch-alongs today, my broski. You know, two Champions League watch-alongs. Again, I'm so happy you said that. Uh, Tavares watch, you know, 5.45. I did think this is one of the better games. Even if you're not going to be there, hit the like button, people. Every like boost is the engagement level. That's where we're starting. And then I personally want to watch Inter Milan versus Barcelona, people. So, yeah, we'll be watching that straight after, people. As I said, smash the like button and all those things. But, yeah, man, we ain't got a snowballs at Madison because I don't think we're going for him. But if we could, I'm on that. I want Madison at Arsenal, man. I can't lie. But it's a myth. It's a fight dream. But the dream is free. The hustle is sold separately, as we always say, people. So... Yeah, it is what it is in that regards, really and truly. Shout out the Twitch ones as well for being tuned in. So, yeah, man, as I said, it is what it is regarding that. It should happen, hopefully. Morning, broski, on to 55,000. Appreciate that, Rishi. Come on. And like you said, it should happen, hopefully. I would love Barella as well, but Barella's them sort of guys. Obviously, when you go for Italian players, you're already losing a game because not too many of the Italian guys like to travel abroad in terms of playing. I know there's Verratti, Immobile's, Donatin, Scamacca. There's a handful, literally a handful. So you know you're going against that. Them players, they're always going to end up like Tenali at AC Milan, Locatelli at Juventus and Barella to Inter. To have half a chance, you got to buy Verratti when he's at Pescara or you got to buy... Uh, Barella when he's at Caligri, you know, we did try to get Locatelli when he was at Swallow, but yeah, man, I would love Barella, you know, he can play football, you know, it sounds stupid, but he can play football, can break the lines, wants the ball, you know, a bit like Verratti got that short man syndrome, but yeah, man, if you ain't probably got 80 to 100 million, you can forget about that, so it's a myth really and truly, but yeah, if it could happen, bring Barella to the carpet, same way, but that one day is gone, man, big up Broccoli Guna, man, hey, Where's the motives, my guy? Let's get the likes up, like he said. What's good, Hugo? Leicester will want a bidding war for him, which I don't think we'll be prepared to do. Again, probably because, you know, Madison's going to be next season's Telemans on paper for them. You know, he's contracted until 2024. You know, he's playing well in the World Cup year. You probably want to continue to play well. They're not going to get the the, the the mad figures that they wanted in the summer because he's going to have a year left. And if they're sensible, they're probably moving on. You probably get more money selling Madison than you would... Obviously, selling Telemans, in my opinion, and definitely in today's day and age where 
Tellerman's contract running out. You know, if Madison wants to sign a new deal there, that's up to him. But I think he'd be silly, really and truly. But yeah, they would want a bidding war, you know, because again, Leicester failed in the transfer market. I think they got their first or second win of the season against Forest yesterday. They're struggling, so they might need to reinvest, really. You've seen Juventus link with Sienchu. Today, Arsenal and Tele Arsenal and Liverpool have been linked for Telemans. Madison's is always going to get linked with Spurs and Newcastle. You've got new owners. So, yeah, it probably helps them, really. I'm sure they don't want to sell all of them if they could. But, yeah, man, man said we'd love Leicester to drop. They'd be available at discounted rates. I hear you on that regards, my bro. I really do. First win. First, second win. What do you make of the new surrounded and concrete to Chelsea, DG? I think, you know, again, you have to be jealous, isn't it? Chelsea are scaring me because you're seeing what City's doing. Liverpool look like they're falling by the wayside. I like what Arsenal were doing, but, you know, just based on the money that Chelsea are going to throw at things and the calibre of players they're being linked with and what they're doing for Nkonku, I think they're going to be, if, if Potter gets it right and all of these things, hope not, but they're going to be the ones kind of fighting City for the next couple of years, really and truly. When the Jude Bellingham race starts, they're going to be involved. Um, obviously, De Jong, any decent player, you know, and, and Nkonku... You know, I feel a bit sorry for Tuchel because Tuchel obviously must have been speaking to him prior to losing his job, but it's a good signing. They're going to get him. They're going to get Gavidal. He fits them as a false nine. Obviously, I hope he frauds up the place, but it's a wavy signing. They're sculpted to get better. It's a wavy signing, really and truly, really. There's no, What more can I say? You've seen what Nkonku's been doing. Arsenal should hijack Nkonku, bro. We ain't got the bands for that, really and truly, man. And we need to focus on patterning, in my opinion, the middle of the park, the central areas, a long-term die for Xhaka. As much as Xhaka's playing well, and I don't think he's over the hill yet, but he's 30 with an option of another year, but contracted until 2024. As much as Xhaka likes what we're doing, and if we do get Champions League, I'm sure he'd want to stay, but he never grew up through our academy, he didn't grow up in London. You know, he's been in Germany, been in England. You know, there might be another project and we'll need to find that long-term eight. Clearly, we need a long-term six for Partey or in the short and medium term, someone that can play there if the man's not fit. As you see with Thomas Partey, when he's there, there's very few players on the Arsenal pitch that perform better than him. He makes things tip credit to Xhaka because also does that. But if you're not fit, if you're not available for the season, it doesn't really make sense really and truly. So we hope Thomas Partey can stay fit. But I think we need to address central areas. We probably need to bring in a right winger or someone that can play right wing, left wing, up front or something like that before we look at bringing in Madison really and truly. Or, you know, in that case, hijacking on Konku. Again, on Konku, He'd be lit, compete with Jesus, play with Jesus, upgrading on Ketty or respectfully, but I don't see us spend definitely not now because Chelsea so in the mic. Definitely not now because Chelsea are involved. But yeah, if we wanted to do it, we could have in it really and truly. It seemed like he was going to stay for one more year, you know, stability, go into the World Cup and deal with it now. And it looks like Chelsea have got their man in it. So that's that really. If I'm honest. Right, he said he heard that if Arsenal make top four, there's names that could be coming to Arsenal. That's outrageous. Hopefully, bro. Hopefully. But I need to hear that if we don't get Champions League, there's a certain player coming in. If we get Champions League, by all means, I hope the next season's Rafinha's, Pedro Neto's. We have a couple of more pennies to spend and things like that. But you get me? We need to get top four. We've started very well. We've had near enough a perfect start to the Premier League. There's a couple things we need to get better at and improve on, of course. Obviously, against United, we let ourselves down. But in all comps slash the Prem, we've been doing all right. But it's not where you start, it's where you finish. As you already know, this thing is a marathon. There's been so many talking points with Arsenal and elsewhere already. And there's been, what, seven, eight games played. There's still over 30 games. 
There's going to be different heroes, different protagonists. Right now, the heroes are Xhaka, Saka, Saliba, Ben White. And I'm not saying I want any of them to do bad, Jesus, but naturally some people's form. When others are doing well, some people might struggle. It's a long season. Right now, for me, we just need to get to January. Still talking about what we're talking about. Try to do something in the market and focus from January to May. We get top four, we can start dreaming. It's been a dream since pre-season, but the hustle is free. The, the, you know, the dream is free. The hustle is sold separately. So we just need to keep going. It's as simple as that for me anyways. Great talking points, man. Shout in a circle. Come on. And I just see it. Where is that? Man said, I'm such a proud dad. My kids shouting, what do you think of Tottenham? And giving it the proper reply. Shout out the kids, man. You're growing them up the right way, man. Big up, just finished watching your YouTube vid from yesterday. I appreciate that, man. Big up the Twitch gang. Big up the main man in DG Nation. Congrats on 50,000. Appreciate that. But we've got a lot more work to do, man. Admittedly, getting a bit impatient, trying to accelerate things. How do I get more views? How do I get more engagement? What do I do? How do we accelerate the subscribers? You know, the subscribers ain't really important. It's more the engagement, Um, if I'm honest with you. But we need to keep going, man. And the reason why I want to hit 100K, because like you're seeing, YouTube seems to be demonetizing my videos. You have a direct source of contact in that regards man and Conky on sky has confirmed his decision not yet i hear that but i mean if he's made a medical if he's had a medical then he must be enticed by playing for chelsea and it must be a case of just dotting a couple eyes and crossing a couple of t's really as i said people champions league watch along make sure you're all there 5 30 is the first one the second one is at 7 40 so almost straight after we're watching for, lastly inter milan barca but before that marseille against sporting lisbon which i hope is a decent game so, yeah, hopefully we do a thing. First health and blessings to the chat and DG, my killy boogie bandit, right back at you and yours, my guy. Part A backup should be Douglas Louise. I mean, if you could get better or we'll get different, someone that can, like, more of a sixth than fair play. But I like Douglas Louise. I think if you could get him for a deal, I still think you need to upgrade and bring in other midfielders. But, you know, he'd be a good complement for the squad. And he's definitely at this moment in time, respectfully to Lakonga, better than Lakonga at this moment in time. As much as I want Lakonga to get better, I think he was all right in his little cameo against Spurs. I'll always advocate for Lakonga to play ahead of El Nene because to get to what we believe he could allegedly be in the future, he needs to go through these tough moments and play football. But when I remove my youth development cap and stars of tomorrow, we need to play players who can help us get three points? Nobody cares about the youth of tomorrow if Arteta don't get top four, if players stop scoring, if we don't keep clean sheets. Obviously, you look around the team, Saliba, Martinelli in particular, they weren't in the starting lineup really like that last season. Definitely not Saliba because he weren't here. But it's not because they're, it's their age is just a bonus. You know, it's just something to say they've got better years in front of them. Martinelli has taken his opportunities from pre-season. Saliba has taken his opportunities and ran with it. Lokonga hasn't necessarily really. Like you've seen with Ben White, he shifted to right back. Tommy Asu's one of the first names on the team. She typically can't stay fit. Obviously, Ben White can play right back. He's locked it down. Certain man can't get back in the team. To a slight degree, you could extend that to Zinchenko. And maybe if Eddie Nketiah does well, if and when Gabriel Jesus probably gets that suspension through clocking up yellow cards. Lokonga hasn't really had much opportunities, but he hasn't taken them. And as much as I'm about the youth thing and the youngster stuff, bro, we need to get top four. Obviously, when you're playing these young players, in general, even the ones excelling, Martinelli and Ben White, Ben White might make mistakes. Martinelli might not bag opportunities that he should. And there's been a couple of those last season and this, you sign up for it. But we, you know, at the same time, we need to get top four. And right now, Lokonga is nowhere near helping us get top four. It, you know, hopefully he can. Like I said, it's a long season. We've got a lot more games and, and hardly any players. So everybody's time will come. Players are injured. It'd be, you know, I think we should upgrade on El Nene and he should be nothing more than a, spa, a spare part. But 
you know, away from just him being injured and you don't want people injured anyways because his health. But I'd love for El Nene to be fit because not saying El Nene doesn't play better and stuff, but, you know, if you're looking at it, El Nene in a nice way might just give you a five, six out of ten. And if the others do their job, that's cool. You know what you're kind of getting with El Nene. With Lukonga, you don't really, you know. He might be the best player on the pitch one week, the worst player the other. Three games on the spin, he looks better than Partey. The next five games, he's iffy. And that's just not him. That extends to the whole squad, even the players that are playing. Nobody's the finished article. Or they wouldn't necessarily be here beyond the obvious. Partey, Xhaka, they're kind of at the end of the tail end of their careers. You know, if Gabriel Jesus could score enough goals and things, and as much as he's a good player, he might not necessarily be here. If Odegaard was the guy he initially went to Real Madrid to be, and obviously I'm being a bit harsh and we're being a bit lazy in our analysis, he might not be at Arsenal. You know, a lot of these players haven't done it. They're trying to do it, really and truly. So, yeah, man, I don't know where he's going, but that was a fantastic talking point, I feel, man. Let's make a timestamp, man. Elite, elite talking points from you lot, man. Keep them coming, keep them rolling, people. Uh, 1740. And with Lukonga, if we could bring in two eights and a six, I might say, I, I actually like Lukonga. I don't know what he could be, but I like him. I might say, boom, you know what? If you could get two eights and a six to go with Xhaka staying fit and part A in the squad and then they're hanging around, I'd say, you know what? Boom, go off in January. Go and play as many games as you can. Go get your confidence. Who knows? You might get back in the Belgium setup, you know, if you could loan him to a Prem team where he can develop and come back. Because at the end of the day, we spent 17, 18, 19, 20 million on him. We need to develop him. But I'm not saying with Lokonga, crucially, we need to sometimes signings go wrong. I'm not saying Lokonga is that, but... There might be a reality where we say, you know what, Lokonga is not what we thought. Things happen. Might have to move him on or something. Because, again, he's, he's 23 now. You, uh, you're still young, but there are certain consistencies, certain confirmations, certain expectations I expect to display, which I'm seeing based on right now with Martinelli, which I see in Saka, which I see in, in Saliba. Gabriel as well, to a degree, without the bozo moments. Ben White, of course. We forget Tommy Asu isn't... That he looks, you know, he moves like a veteran, but what he's 22, 23 off his own back as well. So he's still learning. And there's a probably other couple of exceptions to the rule, you know. So yeah, man, hopefully he does this thing, man. DG, does Madison also play the eight and the front three? Because if so, he can be a poss he can be a possibility just to add to our creativity and goals. He can hardly. Secondly, F them Chessy use. Amen. I mean, we could try to hijack it, but it's probably done if he's had a medical in that, regardless of what Sky Sports is saying. It's probably a case of when, not if. I hope he doesn't sign for Chelsea. But, yeah, man, that's the one signing I wish Emery got over the line when he was at Arsenal Trust. You've always had a level-headed view of the manager, but do you think he deserves more praise? It's only against United where man can question decision-making, for example. Yeah, well, I, I, to be honest, I don't know how much more praise. Speaking for myself, I'll big up Arteta. You know, I'm an Arsenal fan. I'm not an Arteta fan, but I do like what Arteta is doing. I do like his analytical approach. I do like his tactics. Clearly, I do like what we're doing off and on the field um, in, in what's resulting in our season so far. But he needs to get top four for me. We need to go to the latter stages of the Europa League. We've got to remember this is a results-driven business. As good as he's been, there's been times he could have been sat. I, I think he's getting all the praise, really. You know, the same, and I'm speaking the widespread football opinion, the same people praising him to high heavens. The minute Arsenal go through, you know, God forbid, but the, if we just had three games and we have a loss, a draw, a win or something iffy, they're going to get on to him. So it is what it is. You're seeing the building blocks. I think he's getting all the praise he can, really and truly. And in relation to the e external factors, 
whether they praise us, critique us, you know, they might, for the players and, and the manager and everyone connected with the club, they might as well shut off the noise. Because if you listen to them at the start of last season, where would we be? If you listen to them during the season when it was a shoe-in for top four, positive or negative, let's just keep going. And when it's in May and we've confirmed certain things, then by all means, we can do our thing. But I think he's getting K. I think he's, I, anyways, for me, I don't know for the world, the wider range of football, but young players are taking their chances. Tactically, he's getting results. Of course, there's still question marks and naiveties and, and stuff for me around the depth, how we cope with certain injuries. You know, it's more so on the players because I think we've still got brain farts. I think the goal against Spurs, the two against two, three, whatever it was against Leicester, uh, the Fulham and Villa games, we, we everybody was naive. Every single player on that field and the manager against Old, at Old Trafford. So that's something in it. But he's doing everything he can. The most impressive thing I give him away from football is we're on the same page. The fans, the club, allegedly, the fans, the club, the players, the Emirates is rocking. There's something to believe in because that's all football fans need, something to believe in. I think that hasn't necessarily been there at the beginning of his tenure and towards the end of Wenger's role, sadly, and obviously during Una Emery's role. But let's keep going because, as I said, in relation to the top four, you know, other teams are better than us or whatever, but we defeat ourselves. We self-capitulate. We lose games we're not supposed to. We've been drawing games we're not supposed to. We've approached certain games with certain naiveties. We may or may not have done what we've needed to do in the transfer market in terms of depth and the rest of it. So I think Arteta is getting his praise. I can't speak for anyone else, but I think he's getting his praise. For me, I just want him to keep going, really. You know, I don't, Arteta seems a very level-headed person. He's someone that's thinking of tomorrow. He's the one who said, we need to see where we are in ten, by the 10 to 12 game mark. We're approaching there. We're getting better every game. There's still little bits and pieces we need to improve and, and stuff. You know, we need to take the good and make it great. We need to take the things we're bad at and obviously improve at that. So I think we're doing what we can in it, or he's doing what he can. You know, the players are playing for him. The tactics are there good relationships on the field, depth, you know, get it's a results-driven business. He's currently getting results. Can't ask anything more, man, so far. Does Arteta deserve more praise? It's a good talking point, my dude. And it just helps us spam some timestamps, man. So, yeah, large up yourselves. Everybody tuned in. YouTube ads running. Shout out the Twitch ones as well. Elite talking points on a slow news day and that. Failure to get top four from here would be a massive choke. I'd agree. Arsenal need better bench players. I hear that. What are your thoughts on Vlahovic? Decent player, man. You know, can take a set piece. Seems like a cerebral goal scorer. Not really setting the world alight for Juventus as I thought, but no one's really doing well at Juventus like that. The whole team's kind of struggling. Vlahovic is lit, man. You know, if, if rumours were true that Arsenal were looking for him again, why not? But that one day is dead and buried and gone, really, if I'm honest with you. It's futile trying to think about players that need to come in Jan before the World Cup. DG, would you take Ronaldo in Jan as backup for Jesus? I mean, it's Cristiano Ronaldo. On the basis of his Cristiano Ronaldo, yes. But with all the other aspects... Sorry for hitting the mic again. Let's move that. With all the other aspects, you know, obviously the, the stuff that's surrounding at United, probably not the finances... You know, he probably paid for himself with marketing and, you know, Man United, Real Madrid, Juventus, they will massively follow clubs in their own right. But there's a large portion of a global following that probably just follow PSG for Messi and have followed Ronaldo everywhere and Neymar everywhere. You know, there's there's them people there that don't necessarily support team. So it would make sense. Wenger tried to get him, but away from all of that, it doesn't make sense, really. We'd love to see us in the top two come Jan just to see what the con what the Cronkays are on. The stats have improved consistently over the last past two seasons. That's true.
do joint ventures, appear on other channels, get interviewed. I mean, I'm open to going on other channels. Joint ventures is a bit crazy because, like you see, with a couple of content creators, you lot need to get on Jess from She Does Ask. We're supposed to do a regular show. Everybody's living their own life, and it was meant to be weekly, fortnightly. It's not really possible. Like, I've always been a person. I've always been shit at team. I've never liked... I like working with a team, but, you know, in school, college, uni, whatever you've gone, and there's group exercises. I've never liked them because if everybody's on the same page, like speaking for myself, if everybody's on what I'm on, then it works. If somebody's not necessarily on what I'm on consistently, then I kind of suffer, really. I like to, you know, if I've made failures or if I'm moving iffy, I can only blame myself sort of thing. Do you get it? So, yeah, man. If we don't get Champions League this season, I think it would be a failure. Yep, 100%. We need a backup for Partey. Martin Odegaard, I think Smith, Rowe, Vieira, Madison will be somewhat a luxury. It would. But I need some luxuries because I can't lie to you, man. Bro, just focusing on this UA for coach C coaching course at the moment. Once completed, then definitely looking to turn up at some raves. I tried to book onto that course and they shagged me, man. But we go again. I want that by the end of 2023 for approaching 2024, really. Then man can do the UA for B and all those things. If we got Telemann slash Madison deal over the line, we'd be cooking in midfield next year, especially if we get Champions League. That might finish Leicester off, though. I hear that. I hear that. Madison can play left centre mid. Douglas Luiz can become the El Nene if we grab a proper party back up in the summer. In what role would we use Madison? I mean, a bit like Vieira, Smith Rowe, Zichenko, and Odegaard, they can play a bunch of roles. Rather get Sangar. I hear that. Don't care much for Prem Proven. Are you looking forward to playing Liverpool? The record against them is poor, but is there a better time? I mean, think you mean to play them? I can never say I'm looking forward to playing Liverpool because they've been smacking us up left, right, and centre. You know, it's it's a big game. I am, if it for anything, it, you know, and I have a preview coming out with a Liverpool content creator after this. I think about 1 p.m. I'm shooting that. That won't be live. It'll be uploaded on YouTube and that. But um, on the basis of their form, you know, I I, I give Liverpool the favourites because they've had our number even with their form. But with our form, with the way we've been playing and contrast that to Liverpool and iffy results, we're probably the, the favourites for that game, if it makes sense. So by that logic, there's probably never been a better time to play them because of our form, because of the way we're playing, because of the swagger the players are playing with, because of the confidence the manager, the players, the fans are transmitting, you know, and obviously playing at home. And yeah, it probably is the right time to play Liverpool as well. They're going to get an extra day's rest because we've got Europa League and there can't be that much rotation. You know, if Xhaka doesn't play, Gabriel might have to play. Between Gabriel, Saliba, Xhaka, a couple of these guys will have to play really and truly. You hope we can rest as many as we can. So it's going to be a big test physically. But yeah, man, really, it's a massive month. You know, there's eight games left. We've got to stop off against Glimp. We're not going to six points against Spurs and Liverpool. I think that's a good look. And, you know, again, we I would have, I don't want to say I would have preferred to have beat United at Old Trafford than Spurs because they are rivals and stuff. But I think we've been for years, regardless of where United have, we can duppy them at home. We can beat them in the FA Cup at Old Trafford. But I think there's an inferiority complex. And I think there is that to a degree against Liverpool as well. So I want to see us defeat ourselves. Obviously, you know, we've been good. The good has been good. Scoring goals, resilience, you know, reacting to setbacks, starting games well, better game management, all of these sort of things. And obviously, when you play a team like Liverpool or City, you know, you get to see your true level because you might not get away with things. I do think against Spurs, as good as we were, maybe the last 10, 15, you don't get away with that against better against better teams. Obviously, you know, we let ourselves down for the goal. That could tip the balance against other teams. Obviously, again, the goals against Fulham that we conceded, Aston Villa, Leicester, United, based on... Obviously, every goal you're going to think is cheap and avoidable, but I do think 
if Liverpool's front three get it together, then they'll make us pay for that. So it's a big test. And obviously, we need to do better generally against our top six rivals. And last year, we did beat Chelsea, United and Spurs. They also got L's on us. I would like to see us beat Liverpool and beat City and things like that. Obviously, you can't draw too many conclusions. But if you want to be a consistent top four team, if you want to do better than that and get to later rounds of competitions, you need to show that you can match it against them. And I was, you know, to go with City at home last season, it was a good game. I was proud of my boys, but fundamentally, we lost you need to and got points. There's been times we played quite well, and and especially in top games. Really, what was the last game against Liverpool? Was it in the league? I think we did quite well. It's just off the ball, we we had brain farts, man. I do think the last couple of games we've been better against Liverpool than you know the cricket scores and that. But fundamentally, we keep losing and. You know, the only thing that would make it better beating Liverpool at the Emirates would be beating them at Anfield because that's not a happy place for us. Some of you are old enough, older than me, to remember when we won at their bloody ground. To be fair, I'm old enough to remember when we won it at White Hart Lane and Old Trafford. So this is why, you know, away games, especially against the top six, we need to start turning up and spoiling parties, people, really and truly. So great question. Great talking points. To prove... We have turned a corner. Sorry, folks, making a timestamp. Great questions. If the board is serious about Vlahovic, I think Eddie is an investment. I mean, Eddie could go out on loan, do his thing. We keep it moving, really and truly. Or if not, is what it is. For Eddie, his chance is coming, realistically. You know, I hope the God's green earth, on God's green earth, I hope to the heavens, Jesus does not get a yellow card until game week 19. He busts case against Spurs. Obviously, we hope he does it against Liverpool because then you've got Leeds away, which is a tricky test in its own, you know, and we've got Southampton, we've got Nottingham Forest, we've got some big games, but it's probably naive to expect that. So if Eddie can step in, do his thing, why not? You know, with Eddie and Ketia, if he can prove himself a, a, a first-team starter in some aspects in Dreamworld, a rotation option, cool. If not, we've tied him down, develop him, sell him, and potentially Andor Balogun, reinvest. We keep it moving. Not everyone from the academy is going to last the distance. Some men are going to hang around for a few seasons. Some men can play 10 games we should sell. Some players should go out on loan. They're probably not going to be levels. Let's just make our money. Some players are going to do the Saka thing, the Emil Smith-Rowe thing and stuff like that and be part of it. So, yeah, man, that's how I'd answer that, broski. Really. Great talking points, man. If you could get one in Jandiji, who between Locatelli, Louise, did Telemans and Danilo? Best question of the lot still. South London's finest with the finest question. No disrespect to others. I think it's between three of the names, you know. I'm a big fan of Televins. No one would be happier if we signed him more. But you said Locatelli, Danilo, Louise. For Danilo, he looks like he's having a bit of a flat season. Looks like he's still young, has to get that added consistency in his game and all that jazz. But if the board have done their thing, if he, you know, and they do believe he can tie in with what we're doing with the South American thing, then why not? And he's obviously got resale value. That's why I'm enticed with him. Louise is kind of, you know what you're getting with him. And I think he could be a good option in the squad. Pardon me. I'm a fan of Locatelli still, so I'd probably say Locatelli first. Yeah, Locatelli. Pardon me, Locatelli still. I'd say Locatelli, man. I think he's got technique. He's got the box-to-box -box element. He can score goals. I don't know for his statistics and that jazz. Yeah, man, I'd probably say Locatelli first. Locatelli first, Danilo slash Louise second and tied second, it has to be. And probably Telemans third, man. But bring, bring them all, man. 
What if Lukonga becomes Xhaka's deputy? Listen, if Lukonga can deputise in that eight or the six, we've got a player in it. But personally, I don't think you've got the technical level or maybe it's a confidence thing right now to do what Xhaka or someone that I want to do better than what Xhaka does in that role. You know, I always say Kovacic. We're not going to get Kovacic and there's others, but I think we need someone like that. Wherever you find them is your business. I don't think Lukonga's that. Maybe with a bit of confidence, he could do things. I don't think he's mature enough to play as a lone six right now. It's a ball-winning box-to-box thing. So I hope he can develop into that. We need three midfielders and need to get rid of Lukonga now and then. A bit harsh. Big up, DG. Only problem I've seen... Only thing I've seen that is a problem with Madison's style is that he comes inside a lot, exposing his fullback. His defensive work is questionable. I think his defensive work is harsh and I think all of our players do exactly that as well. I like Lukonga, man, but... Boy, I don't know where I'm going. We don't move like that, but I would be tempted to throw in most of our transfer budget to Lam Bellingham. Knowing us, it will be Douglas, Louise, Gakpo, Tossa. We'll be happy with two of the three. I'd love Jude Bellingham, but, you know, that's that's going to the Ritz Hotel, really. You need bread for that, seriously. You pay for himself, but if you ain't got 100 plus million now, you can't be in the conversation, really. And that's probably half of our budget, really. But maybe with Champions League, it could be lit, but... Yeah, man. I'd, I, 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 listen. I, you lot see my vids. Jude Bellingham, massive fan of him. Would love it to happen, but that's a myth. I'll, you know what? Gakpo might be someone, but I'd probably leave it, especially if we get Champions League. I want a couple of ready-made players. If I'm honest, bro, look how wavy Madison is. I'm still watching the Leicester Nottingham Forest highlights still. But yeah, Tossart would be a good option stopgap for the squad. He's decent technically. He's another one that will probably do better in better squads. But I do think we need a couple more champagne players. They can't just be champagne for the sake of it. You know, Arsenal and United and Chelsea have spent money on big players. It gasses the fans were excited and sometimes it don't work out. So they have to be right. They have to be competent in whatever role. They have to show consistency. And I think they have to be confident. You know, when things go right and wrong, I think temper. I think when you look at half of our squad, our players have the right level of temperament. No two players are the same. I'm sure there's some players Arteta can shout at in front of the team and it's nothing. I'm sure there's players he can shout at. They might be feeling some sort of way, you know, so we have to do our due diligence in that. But if we get Champions League, we might be able to punch a bit. You know, there might be an Alexis Sanchez, a Mesut Ozil, them days there. I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming. But who knows? Hopefully we wake up and Rafinha's dream at Barcelona is over and he heads back to the Prem, man. Is List Trust project already over? Big up Apple News. Sorry for I keep hitting this mic, but I don't care about that. With most top four teams, Bar City having a bad season, wouldn't you say if you were ever going to challenge this season, it would be the season? What for the league? City have won that, but I, I, as I, as I've said before, and I think you're echoing it. Top four is open season. If you're United, if you're Liverpool, if you're Chelsea, if you're Arsenal. Uh, if I've missed out a team, Dem, yeah, some teams are doing better than others, but you should believe that you could get there. Top four in particular is a battle of the inconsistent. I don't know about challenging for the league car. City, I don't even think City are playing to their true potential, really and truly. I think, and it's testament to them, they can go up several gears. But even with that, they're better than everyone. I would love to, you know, City to somehow struggle, a Leicester-style sort of season and Arsenal win their first Premier League trophy since since 2004. But I don't think we're in a, t- a, t- a title race. And I think a lot of fans joke when they say that. If you're genuinely serious, I can't give you anything to say you're not because obviously... On paper, we're there right now and, and we're doing all right and we're probably the second best performing team after City. But I know in your heart you don't believe that. Let's just keep maximising points so when we do have the little wobbles and stuff, we're all right, really. All I care about is Champions League football for next season. We don't get that. Everybody has to have question marks. Bless up, S man. I hope you're doing well and safe. 
James Madison can be in the Odegaard position and Fabio Vieira can fill the Saka position if Arteta rotates players later. What do you think? I hear that, but I'd rather Fabio Vieira play centrally. I'm not really with the wide right role. You can get away with it in certain games. Europa League in games, we're going to have massive amounts of possession. Like you said, he's going to be inverted, but I kind of want my wingers to be on the Saka thing, on the Martinelli thing. You know, at best, the Smith Rowe inverted left sort of thing. I kind of want demons out there. Guys that want to rip man and score goals. I'm not saying these dons don't, but Fabio Vieira, he's a player that wants to come short, play the neat little one-twos and things like that. I want someone that's happy to do that because you have to be able to do that as a modern winger, you know, and hang them half spaces like you've seen Saka do all his time here and probably best highlighted um, in the last game against Spurs where there's no statistics to prove it or really back him up. And also, um, you know, you saw him in his cameo for England, really. Arteta is decent, the board is average. We're all in this together. No one put a gun to Arteta's head to take the job. And let's be honest, as much as Arteta is doing great, you know, and the board probably gets someone that's not going to make too much of a noise. There's, Arteta probably wouldn't be at Arsenal if he was at other clubs because there has been wobbles, really and truly. For me, I'm, I do clearly have more faith in Arteta than I do in the Cronkies, but we're all in this project together. We talk about a collaborative piece. We talk about collaboration. So we celebrate everybody's wins and failures are together. You know, it's not when we lose, it's just Arteta to be blamed or the players. It's not when we win, it's all Mikel, really. Because if I'm honest, the last two seasons, really, or basically last season failing on top four, I can't sit here and blame the Cronkies. So big up Mikel, but you get it. Big up yourself. It's true, man. But Harlan and Saliba, they're champagne footballers, you know. They're two, they're a handful of, of young players and you go against the thousands and uh, if I'm exaggerating, hundreds of young players, you know. Yeah, you could say Pedri, Saliba, Harlan, Vinicius Jr., Jude Bellingham, but they're exceptions rather than the rule. I wouldn't mind, Leo. Another one that seems Chelsea are keen on. With regards to Arteta as a manager, as his first ever job, I don't think he gets enough praise. I mean, he gets enough praise, really. But what more do you want praise for? You've won FA Cup, you won Community Shield, you're a tactical genius. Now go on and overachieve for Arsenal, potentially, really and truly. I mean, it is your first job, but no one put a gun to your head to take this role. And I praise Arteta for taking this role because it's like someone that can't swim. He's jumped into the strongest currents. But at the same time, if you this is this is it now. I can't. That's that, really and truly. You know, no one told you to put a gun to your head. There are probably luxuries that you wouldn't be afforded elsewhere. And with great power comes great responsibility. You are the manager now. You're not the head coach. You're the manager. Your voice is probably bigger than their dues. You tie into what we're doing. So that was what come with it. I don't know what more he could be praised for, because as much as I praise Arteta, and I'm one of his biggest fans, as you look, as clearly see, you know, I can't praise you for doing what you should be doing, really. As much as I waffle about it, you're doing what you should be. We should be having, we should be seeing consistencies. We should be seeing relationships build across the field. We should be having more resilience. We should be near the top bracket of the other table. So you're doing what you're supposed to do, really and truly. So as much as I praise him, when I take my that cap off, what more praise can you get without confirming things? Don't really want Vlahovic, didn't want to come to us in the first place so he probably wouldn't perform for us I don't think so but I hear that PC crashed missed five minutes get through to the World Cup with no major BS like injuries and kick on after right amen please football gods make it happen Madison to Arsenal I hear that DG do you think Locatelli would fit in a six well at Arsenal nah are you confident against Liverpool I'm confident in our, in our pre-match build-up and what we've been doing, I can never say I'm confident of beating Liverpool, but I'm confident in trying to get a good performance and hopefully that good performance correlates to obviously three points. 
really. But Liverpool's form has been crap. How many times? Has I, I remember when we went into the last North London derby, our form, the, the negativity around the club, you know, Liverpool have to want to start well. And if they get a win in the chance and try and pull it well against Liverpool, against us, they'll probably be looking at it like, we, let's go spoil Arsenal's day. Let's kick our season on now. You know, they're 11 points off off, off us, I believe. And Tim, Timiska, is it Timikas? He's talking about they're not out of the league yet. I was listening to Liverpool's press conference or Klopp's press conference um, when it was on Fingy, when it was on Sky Sports. And he's doing the siege mentality thing. He's coming out, hitting strong and, and defending his players. So they're going to want to do it. Forget the form. Let's just, let's just prepare in the sense of it's the best Liverpool team ever. It's the one that won the league. Let's not look at their form. And then we should have half a chance. To be fair, Giroud could have been all right. We should, shouldn't have just never been the main striker. Liverpool finish. FM content, football manager, football manager, FIFA 23 content by the end of the month, man. Just early November. Just cool, man. Just cool. Just cool. Just cool. Madison free kick, bro. Hey, bruv, we would, we'd be in love with this player. The swagger, man. Come on, bring Madison to the carpet, man. That's my number 10. I like Madison, but we don't. But we really need a six, a quality eight, six. Six and an eight. Why is it acting? I'm even like I can't read Eagle. Apologies. Ten is not really needed. Only thing against Madison is he's uninterested in defense. I think you're harsh. I think when you look at his match metrics, you're being a bit wrong there. But I hear that. Damn this Liverpool game on my birthday. Please make my day, Arsenal. Hopeful, hopefully, man. Are you concerned we'll end up with a Prem 11 and a Europa 11 like under Wenger and no transfer between the two? I pray. We ain't got enough depth in it. So Tommy Asutini. Probably Xhaka slash Gabriel Saliba. Two of the three are going to have to play. Obviously, you've got Fabio Vieira, you've got Marquinhos, you've got Eddie, you've got Lukonga. These kind of men can get some minutes and you could change the formation and whatnot and get some other players in. But we haven't got many bodies. Cedric's apparently back, but we haven't got too many bodies. I just want to score a goal against them. Trust me. Over the last two years, our hierarchy needs to make positive additions to the squad, but they end up with broken eggs, mate. But I mean, as much as we could criticise the Cronkays and when you look at Todd Burhey and the City group, but clearly, you know, as much as I agree with that, to some degree, you have to judge the Cronkays on what they're about. Clearly, when you look at all their clubs, they, they get things in place, like you've seen Tim Lewis, you know, Jack Wilshere as an academy gaffer, Murtasaka the same, Edu's there, Arteta's there. In their roles, they can all grow. They kind of leave them to their own devices. If that's what they do, then fair enough, really. And now that's when it's down to Edu and, Ar and Arteta, really. Like I said, no one put a gun to their head to take the job. Money has been spent. So I'm not too sure. Smith Rowe being elite eight fitness permitted. Inshallah, he stays fit, man. Nah, Eddie Vlahovic. Harry Kane didn't start banging until he, he was 25. Can't sell Eddie before he's 27. Big up, DG. What do you contribute to Jack's great run of form this season thus far? I mean, I'm not going to be funny, but I think Jack, the last year, he's been one of our better players, really. I just think... Obviously, he's kind of been absolved of all defensive responsibilities beyond the obvious in 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 in, in the, it, that you have to do as a midfielder. And I just think we found a way to kind of the pros that he gives to the game kind of enhance that, and the cons we've kind of minimized it to go with everybody else's form really and truly. And you know, Xhaka has the manager's faith really. When you got the manager's faith, when you feel important internally within the club and the fans, them you know, fans have drawn a line over what happened. You're going to start playing well. But Xhaka's always been a decent player. He's just never been as good as his fanboys make out. And he's never been a terrible player like some of his haters. You know, Xhaka's a decent option. And he's one of the only players, when you look at it, 
the players that are the exception of the rule of the, you know, we're doing this youngster thing. He's 29, 30 now, you know, big up to him for getting player of the month. He's one of the only experienced players you can really bet on. Still question marks as to whether he can play a major, major starting lineup place in getting us Champions League and being in the Champions League consistently and beyond. But, and that's the only question mark. Partey is fitness. El Nene, is he good enough? Cedric, Marie, draw your own conclusions. Historically, towards the end with Aubameyang, with Lacazette and Mesut Ozil, we do need to get some players that are an exception to this youngster thing. If you can, you know, if you can get players that are good in their early 20s, why not? That can do the job. So, yeah, man. I'm older in my 40s and I remember us playing against Liverpool as not being a challenging game. We used to dominate and it's time those days came back. And I'm 27 and I somewhat remember days like that. Definitely when it was even. DG, I think the midfield need to start with a high tempo on Sunday, win the ball back early and move the ball quickly. Liverpool looked leggy against Brighton. Don't allow them to play. Start the game as well as we've been going, man. Yeah, finally, blood. <laughs> Come on. Beard gang and that. Vlahovic, Eddie and Ketia, Vlahovic, done no man. Vlahovic has had more of an opportunity to prove himself. Cool beans, bro, cool beans. Afternoon, DG, hope you are blessed. I like all them players, but I've wanted Madison for time. You're with me in that regards, man. Shout the YouTube members. Jan signings, big up Dino. Jean si Jan signings, sorry, got to be signings from within the Prem. Can't have man getting used to the pace of the league. But we've seen players join another Prem team and struggle. As long as they're ready, I'm here for it, man. The Prem thing is just a luxury. We bought William and... Well gone for that. We've got Cedric. You already know what's going on. So if they're the right players, someone like Douglas Louis, fair enough. But if you can shop abroad, I'm not really for it, man. We do need Manda on badness and we are fighting for trophies. I think it's time Arsenal fans bite the bullet and stand by Jack. I don't think anyone is. You want a backup, not a replacement. Ah, I want a replacement. <laughs> not that Xhaka isn't. I, I keep Xhaka in the squad, but someone better than you. Someone that does better than what you do in that role. And then we've got you as a rotation. Can't, I'm not sure I can back that one. Xhaka's a quality player. You can see all my videos defending the guy. I'm happy we've got out of the promised land. Madison can be a plus for us. I don't mind if we get him and a centre defensive mid. With him not getting a wide winger, but I think we'll do something else. I hear that. 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 Shout out to you for that one. 86 likes. Can we press towards 100? First tell him is now Madison what the fluff is going on. To be fair, we haven't been linked with Madison. We're just talking about it. I'd go for Marcus Edwards, who can play right wing in a 10. I mean, I wouldn't be against it. You're right. I think in terms of transfer strategy, Arsenal need to look at shopping in a higher tier. But are the owners on that type of smoke? They need to. I think we should focus on the Europa Cup. Arsenal are not a team where we could say we're just going to get to that Europa League final. Nor are we a team, regardless of our form, that can say we're going to convincingly and maybe in the top four. So both. You go for everything, really and truly. To be honest, we've been the best team bar City. But yeah, City have a cheat code, Haaland. So that's what changes things. Ah, a bit harsh, really. I like that. But... It's not just Haaland. You've got Foden doing well. You've got Kevin doing well. You've got their defenders doing well. And, you know, as much as I like what Arsenal doing, can you convincingly say City are going to be in the top four? Forget the league. Yes, you can. Can you convincingly say Arsenal are going to be in the top four now, in, now on the 4th of October in May? You probably can't. I believe we will be, by God's grace. I believe if we keep doing, we can be. But it's not an assurance. That's the difference. So I'm not too sure. I think that's very short-term thinking. And it would take a miracle for them to swap, to, 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 to flop. Big up, Bo CFM at work, but just popping in to say thanks for the support the other day. Hope your followers enjoy. Keep doing the great work. Bossy, Bossy, appreciate you. Make sure you're following, following him on Twitch. Does great FM content, man. Arteta Riviera. 
after back my gaffer Arteta, but big up, big up Vieira, man. Man said Arteta is Spider Man. It does, bro. It does, and I big up Arteta. Same way when you do great things, I praise you. If you do iffy things, what's going on? If I did a rate Arteta, then I'm not going to be like, what's going on? RP Glenn Roder. But if Glenn Roder does something embarrassing, or Terry Connor, one of them duds there, then it's not surprising. You know, if Pep does something shaky in a big game or there's question marks, Klopp the same, Jose the same, Ferguson was the same, Wenger was the same, bro. You're, you've got lit potential. And Arteta is a reflection of the players. You've got potential. You show potential. But you've not, you're not there yet. Arteta is going to make mistakes like these players. But that's where, you know, praise and critique fairly comes into it. If I'm honest. Never truly understand the Edu slander. Let's be honest, we're not signing Jesus without Edu. All right. I think he gets praised for what he's doing at the moment. He was moving for Gazy, but he's getting it working. I hear that. I think if we get a good six to back up party, then we see Lokonga as a backup eight, back up to Xhaka showing his potential. I hear that, man. I hear that. I feel like we need to get another left-footed centre-back in, in the summer. Gabriel is too much of a bozo, Gene. Xhaka has definitely, has definitely worth player of the month. Imagine Jose wanted him and everyone was saying, go take him. I mean, Xhaka could have went. If he brought in another midfielder, he could have went. You know, he's a good quality player, Xhaka. But I mean, it's hardly Patrick Vieira. It's hardly Kevin De Bruyne. He's doing his thing, but yeah, man. Madison, Smithrow, Odegaard, Vieira beefing for the two eight spots every week. I'm almost ashamed to ask God for that much. But hey, you have to. I'm not big up Francis. I'm not on Madison. Goals missing too often. Good player, but we should look elsewhere. More unknowns, please. I hear that. Cedric is healthy, so that probably means only Xhaka will play on Thursday. Disagree, but let's see, man. Hopefully, though. I hope you're right, because it means players can rest their legs. Can't wait to play at our second home this weekend. Big up Marcel. Screenshot that. Just now I'm coming for your head top if we win. Madison is wavy, but who are you leaving out? Wait, Give Arteta the players, whoever's not doing the business, is it? Make sure you want to play. It's like City. I know City let a couple of players go, but only 11 can play. There's bare man that can play. Make sure Pep plays you in it. We need more players who can score from outside, who can score from midfield and from outside the box, plus create. And Madison fits the profile, to be fair. So, all right, what? Partey scored from outside the area. Fabio Vieira scored from outside the area. Saliba scored from outside the area. Keep shooting and get some shooters as well. What's good? What's Madison saying? Pressing wise, he's quite good at it. And you're right, Odegaard's pressing is vital to that. What we're doing right now, the Emirates should be renamed Anfield Road. When you rename Anfield, we've won a league at your ground. You could never do that at the Emirates. Tierney is one of the senior members of the squad. Do you think he might be knocking on the manager's door soon to ask about game time? Of course, but what he needs to remember is, you know. It's not It's not personal. The collective comes first. Right now, everything is working. The players playing ahead of anyone are doing their business, doing their job. If Ben White looks shaky, then by all means, Tommy Asu can say, well, go on, what's going on? A bit like Bailly allegedly was asking Ralph Ranjit, why is Maguire playing? Or elsewhere in other areas of the squad. But that's not the case. Man have to just wait their time. And like Ben White, like Martinelli, you know, in the absence of Smith Rowe, he probably would have started off that left in the season. Make sure you can't be dropped right now. The new tactics with Zinchenko, White and Party in midfield has set Xhaka free. Big up, G DG, keep doing your thing. I'm always nervous about Liverpool. They always raise their game for us. Also, Gabriel is a real concern. No replacement for him. Boy. DG, I personally think Lokonga can do better playing as an eight. Maybe right now because 
you know, he could he could absolve him of all defensive responsibility beyond the obvious. Yeah, man. And I'm trying to what's the date today? If everything goes right, I should have Babs tomorrow. Couple of content collaborations. We don't need Madison. Wait. Odegaard Madison. Yeah, I'd rather Odegaard, but why not have both? I don't mind Tossa. You know, you're right. His name was flying around. I don't think he takes us to another level, but he's a good technical player, can score goals, seems to be on it in every big game I watch. It, you know, his contract is running down as well. So if you could get him for a decent fee as a little stopgap, then why not? But ideally, you want a curtain raiser, which I don't necessarily think he is. Edu's a done. Ah. We need to go for everything that we're in. We need a trophy this season. Europa League, FA Cup or League Cup. And top four will be an excellent season for us this season. Yeah, I would take Tossar in the squad if I didn't make that clear. This is where I disagree. Xhaka's leadership won't just be replaced by talent. I didn't say that. But, uh, you know, if we're talking purely football, you can replace that. And there should be leaders. You know, like I said, this is why Xhaka can be part of the squad. Whether he's playing or not playing, he does his thing, you know. But there's meant to be leaders in that squad. Jesus is in Chenko. And I do think, not in relation to him, but where Arsenal's been concerned, we've overcompensated. If we've got rid of them old players and we're promoting new habits and getting rid of old bad habits that some of these players have looked at, you know, the leadership, it can't be overstated or overrated, but it is overstated. You've got leaders all around the squad. Saliba, might, these guys might be young, but Saliba, Ramsdale, Ben White, you know, Zinchenko when ready, Gabriel Jesus. Again, I, like I said, you cannot underestimate the leadership aspects, but... You know, it's just, it's overcompensating. Like, if you can find someone who can do better than what Xhaka does, fair play, really. Nobody said it's just a talent thing, but what we can't do is get away from talent. We need someone that can dictate the tempo of a game consistently, which I don't think Xhaka can do. Xhaka is doing very well right now. And like I said, in an ideal world, you get a couple of eights. You've got Xhaka in the squad. You've got part A. You're living in it. I wouldn't get rid of Xhaka purely because of that aspect and because I think he's a decent player. And I actually think the most underrated aspect of Xhaka is actually nothing to do with his football. God forbid, now that I've said this, it sounds going to happen, but the man's always available. With respect, Hector, you're a United fan. I'm not going to listen to you. I think I know what I'm talking about. It's Arteta that made us sign Jesus. I hate Edu for stupid management. I, I hate's a strong word, but I do think we need an experienced technical director if Edu, because I do like what Edu's done. He's obviously paid, played a part in bringing people in, but anytime it's gone to where we just need a miracle, like in Jan, like towards the tail end of the summer, ain't banged. And as I said, it's a collaborative effort. Edu, Arteta, etc. They all played their part. Jacker is Liverpool's is Liverpool's Milner. Yeah. We need to respect Liverpool, but we need to play our football. We need to press them, create turnovers. We need to press them, create turnovers, be organised in defence, find headspace behind midfield and in front of their defence. If I was Arteta, I'd get Selesu as Gabriel's written. No, no. Well, you, you, you get, you we're talking about Gabriel's mistakes and, and Bozo Gino. Man, watch your Selesu. If anything, I'd rather get that German, the, the young German centre-back that they've just bought at Southampton. 2200 I man said 22 220 watching slap that like button there are upgrades for Gabriel Jacques El Nene Nelson's Turner Cedric El Nene Atal out there just got to decide to get them we need Edu to get us a midfielder like he was for the invincible team before we start talking about Don status so where and why would you improve the squad and who listen I don't I don't know for names bro I don't know for names but I think you need a couple of midfielders I think you need a winger if you would if you deal with that if you could a striker, a centre-half, unpopular opinion, you know, another set of fullbacks. Then you could have Tierney, 
a new left back and Zinchenko able to play there as well as Zinchenko able to do his thing in other other places. Same logic with Tommy Asu and Ben White on the right hand side. And again, I can't really get back Turner, but I'm not convinced in what I've seen. Hopefully, I'm proven wrong and you could be a sturdy backup. But and it's, it is difficult to find a backup keeper that's willing to just hold the bench. But yeah, man, that area. We should get Paul Torres watching from Uganda. Appreciate the Ugandans, man. To be honest, I'd like to see Zinchenko in Xhaka's position Thursday. Why would I would as well? More likes, please. Big up, DG. Appreciative. Elite talk, elite talking points, people. Elite, you love coming top form today. You love in hella clutch today. Top form from all everybody. Also, Xhaka is 30. And that's the problem with Xhaka. Obviously, 30 doesn't mean, oh my God, it's over. But when you look at it, pardon me, we only look to replace a bad man when he couldn't behave himself, really. But to, to me, as a lazy fan, Xhaka is 29-30, contracted until 2024. It wouldn't surprise me. I hope to be wrong, but we only start talking about that replacement once Xhaka's time is up or whatever. And all the people praising Xhaka, I'm not saying he's doing it, but a lot of them will flip like a hat when he does that. Anyone out on loan doing well enough to warrant a callback in January, DG? Everyone's doing well, but nah, nah. I'd say best performers on loan would be Balogun and actually that American youth we just bought, Austin Tusty. I think he's doing well at Brighton. Bertman said Brighton, Birmingham. Um, I think Tavares is doing all right. Not being thingy, impressed with him defensively. We will be doing a watch along for that. Don't forget Tavares watch Marseille versus Sporting today. So I don't think there's anyone doing a mad thing like that. But yeah, man. Listen, Gabriel always gets them haters, but I can't lie. He does need to pattern up. He does need to pattern up, but he's still my guy. Yeah, Xhaka's a quality player, blood. I'm here for that, but we still need to upgrade. I'm sorry, but I watch it week in, week out. Like, I like Xhaka, you know, but we need to upgrade. It's like I like Lacazette, but you need to upgrade on that, you know. You needed to upgrade on Aubameyang once he lost his form. You know, Xhaka and Partey is our first choice pivot. Is it good enough to get us consistent Champions League football season in, season out? They're both 30 as well. They both got question marks. With Xhaka, it's probably... You do things good, but can we? It's just a case of bringing in an upgrade with Partey. If you're not fit, it doesn't matter. But yeah, I feel like I'm going round and round in circles. To be fair with you, testament to Xhaka, really. You know, a lot of people don't want to replace him. DG not saying not to replace Xhaka, but I'm annoyed about this age thing. Kevin De Bruyne is 31. I hear that. I think we need a quality holding centre mid a season vet. If you get someone like Kessie or Tonali, or if we're going for a centre back, I don't know about Indica blood. Don't know about that, can't back that. One of Pep's greatest strengths is constant rotation, week in, week out, keeping his players fresh. Arteta is a young manager. And we've got young players. There's a certain consistency you can expect. You know, we need... Right now, we found consistency with having balance and playing the same people. What's the word? Continuity. You know, we start changing formations. And there are times you need to change. You need to chop and change personnel, which I think we didn't do against Man United. But sometimes you need to play on the form. When you've got those seasoned veterans at... City, you have been there, worn the T-shirt, not necessarily winning stuff at City, but not. there's not too many players out there in that City team that are not the finished article that I've learned. You can rotate, chop and change. And even that, there's probably some constant starters there. That Magia guy at Croatia for Croatia looks wavy and looks more suited to what we probably immediately need in midfield. What is it? 
What is it that you like about Fabian Ruiz type profile? And have you seen a younger player in that profile recently? Off the top of my head, no, but he can dictate the tempo of a game. You know, respectfully to Xhaka, you might do things in three touches. The better midfielders do things in ones and twos. And I still think we could control the tempo of a game with respect to Granite Xhaka because he deserves that, right? The very fact that if Xhaka doesn't play and we miss that, for whatever reason, I think that tells you where the club needs to go and what we need to do. Because as much as I like Xhaka, it's not like Vieira in the midfield. It's not like missing Verratti and these sort of guys, you know, or Kovacic. I'm a big fan of Kovacic, where, you know, we shouldn't be talking about that, really. The absence. Big up Xhaka is testament to him, but we need to guard against that. Mods, please make sure you're dealing with the sex bots. Gabriel just needs to think, blood. What do you think about Aubameyang scoring on the weekend? Big him up, but not too much to say with that. Ideal window is Mudrick and two midfielders each under 60 million. Wonder if Mikel Arteta will address defensively to provide Gabriel some cover versus Salah. Also, thoughts on sliding William to the left and bringing in Titi at right back, Ben White back to centre back, and Gabriel to sit. Need to sit. I'm not going to lie, I wouldn't change anything defensively. If anything, it would probably be the fullbacks. I wouldn't mess around with the centre backs. You know, I'd probably, I would probably put, I'd probably continue with Ben White, even though I think Tommy Asu should always play against the top six. But Ben White's been playing very well. I'd probably change TD for Zinchenko. Not that Zinchenko deserves to be dropped. I wouldn't play around with the centre halves at this moment in time, personally. We should be spending 100 million in Jan, so a winger, centre back, or a winger and a centre defensive mid. I don't think we'll spend 100, but why not, man? We put in Martinelli and Saka on Ganabri Sane level now. I think it's time. No. No. DJ, if we bring in Madison, which I wouldn't mind at all, who is Partey's backup? To be fair, God forbid, if Partey's injured tomorrow, then there's no backup, in it. Like, we just probably have to just do the Wenger booting and play to the player strengths that we have and somewhat switch up what we're doing. Everyone's going to have to have added defensive responsibility, but we just have to switch up the programme, my boy. In my opinion, we need at least four top-level players to cover six, eight, wing and keeper. This is in the short term, and we can call ourselves title contenders. I think we need a bit more than that, but in terms of title contenders, not necessarily players, more developing stuff, but I hear you. For extra content, follow me on Twitch. If you're on Twitch, make sure you're subscribing with Amazon Prime for free. Get no ads, mate. Big up you lot in that regard. So, yeah, man, it is what it is in that regard. Elite talking points, man. You love carried the stream. Elite talking points. Keep them flowing, people. Keep them flowing. Big up you lot. Self eats him every time. Uh, on that as well, you know, let's let's quickly see what's in the late. Keep your opinions coming. Let's see what's going on in the latest bits and pieces of news where Arsenal's concerned. Latest news. That's my timestamp. Uh, what's this? You know, big up the foot, foot, big up, big up the veterans and that. Jamie Carragher is bigging up Gabriel Jesus and William Saliba. Careful, you know, people said William Saliba should leave Arsenal. Arteta don't know what he's doing with him, with Martinelli. Why is he not letting Xhaka go? Uh, this and that. Why did he buy Ben White and, and Ramsdale? Maybe sometimes the gaffer knows a thing, people. Big up them, man. There. Shout out Saliba, man. We waited a long time and we're finally there. Apparently, Sky Pundit reckons. 20 million players off after rumours Arsenal want to sign him. Alan Smith has bigged up Telemans and he thinks he's leaving. Well, we already know that. He had a good game against Nottingham Forest, like you can see with the statistics here. 92% pass accuracy, 44 touches, completed 36 of his 39 passes. In terms of final final third passes, completed 15 out of 18, recovered the ball five times and one key pass, pulling the strings in midfield. 
Big up Granite Xhaka, well-deserved, you know, been one of our best performers. Probably could have got August Player of the Month, really, doing quite well. And it's lovely to see, really, you know, that he's doing this thing now. September's Player of the Month, well-deserved, people. Well-deserved, Granite. Keep it going, man. Deserved. My midfielder. Feel proud, man. We, I told you lot to believe in Xhaka. And, I, and this is someone saying we should upgrade. I told you a lot. But anyways, Arsenal have held talks with Saliba over a new contract. We found this out yesterday, people. He said, "We, yeah, we will see. They, Arsenal, my agent, talk a little bit. When I spoke with Mikel in the summer, he's talked about my last season and he explained the project for this season. You have to wait every time. And I waited a long time for my first North London derby. I enjoyed, for, I enjoyed it since the first minute to the end. Now I'm so happy. We are so happy to win at home against Tottenham. It was a hard game, but we were focused all game. We deserve this win. Pick him up. So, yeah, get your new deal signed, man, and let's keep it moving, Saliba, really. Apparently, Arsenal now set their sights on signing perfect midfielder, could swap him for Lokonga. This is where I start to not buy it. So, what, we're going to swap Lokonga and money for Locatelli? Not too sure I believe any of this, but, yeah, we've been linked with Locatelli. He's, you know, Lokonga's been linked with a couple of Italian clubs. You know, which if you're on it, I big up the Lukonga, but I mean, I would do it, but I can't believe that we should still upgrade. Is it dangerous to hand these young bucks big contracts? Maybe, but reality is you're going to lose the player. You know, they've earned it. Liverpool joined Arsenal in Yuri Telemann's transfer race with Leicester midfielders contract expiring in the summer. We have heard Liverpool won him. And let's see what's going on there, people. Obviously, January is going to be a techie time. Are they going to cash in on him or not? He looks unlikely to sign a new deal. United are expected to be, you know, Arsenal and United are expected to challenge Liverpool in January. He's also being monitored by Juventus and Real Madrid. So, Telemans should have a lot of, of, of opportunities. Klopp always raving about Arsenal's players. You know, can't blame him really and truly. He's bigging up Martin Odegaard. He said on Martin Odegaard, I like him a lot. That's easy in the moment, I think. It was a bit more difficult at the start of his career at Madrid. It didn't look like it would work out. I was really disappointed about that because we wanted him at Dortmund. We wanted him as well when he was very young. We had a long talk when he was a kid still with his dad. In the end, he decided for Madrid. That's fine. That's why I've always I've followed him always. I'm really happy he's become the player we all expected him to be. And even better, if you want, he has a massive role in an unbelievably strong Arsenal team. He's still young, clear. Very uh, clear mind, very influential. Cannot say anything negative about him, to be honest. A top player, I'd agree. He said, very impressive because you can imagine in quite a while in business, I've seen a lot of talent, massive talents, crazy talents. For Martin, at the time, I think he was 15. I think he was playing in the first league. But maybe I was too honest that time because I told him he's still a kid, school, all these kind of things, fine. But we want to be an environment where we can grow. If you compare Dortmund to the city of Madrid, as nice as it is, Madrid, maybe I've maybe I've made the same decision. Maybe I have made the same decision, but I would have loved time if he joined us. But it's all fine. That's not important. Until he was 15, probably nothing went against him in his way. From that moment, a lot of things went against him in his way. It makes you the player you are. Now, again, it's true. And a career doesn't just go like that. You know, Saka's had a bit of a wobble. Martinelli's had a wobble. Saliba... You know, it's, it, he's had that adversity, not playing for Arsenal, wasting half a season, rebuilt himself, doing well for Marseille. Now he's doing it. And there'll be plenty of adversity. Now look at Trent to coin Liverpool. Best thing since sliced bread. The same media outlets. He can't defend. He's not that good. He's a liability. Don't know what Southgate is thinking for the country, but it is what it is. Jan Window has been a flop last two seasons. This is the time to fix the fluff up straight. 
Gnabry resigned with Bayern. He's not leaving anytime soon. Gnabry is 27, not 33. Make sure to drop a like for both DGs live streams today. Marseille Sporting and Inter Milan Barca. 100 likes needed for both streams to improve YouTube algorithm. 100 and beyond, man. How many legitimate Partey replacements not back up are there in world football right now? Having a hard time thinking any true like for likes, regardless of their availability. Arteta and that's going to have to find it. If you can find someone that's just sturdy in defence, in defensive midfield, or just switched on, then it's calm. So some great analysis, which said Salah is way less effective since Mane left. Teams putting more defenders on him because they aren't having to stop Mane. Hopefully that continues on Sunday. Yeah, I did see the women's group, my guy, and hopefully we can get out there. Some tough teams in that. If there are any women's Champions League Arsenal watch alongs, you can count on me to get that done. So, yeah, it is where it is. Only, only Everton seven goals have conceded less goals in the Prem this season than Arsenal. Wow, but Everton are near the bottom end of the table. So what does that make? You know, apparently Cedric has now recovered from his injury and is expected to be called up for the Europa League against Glimp. Apparently, Axel Witzel's father has said when he was still playing for Standard Liège, Arsenal knocked on the door. That was his favourite team. And the other day he said he supports us, but it didn't come to a deal. Before that, with youth, Anderlecht, Ajax, even Madrid inquired. And now he plays for Atletico. If you love football, you love Thomas Rizitsky, which is fact. Uh, Barcelona wanted to sign Saliba if they failed to grow, go out there and grab Jules Conde. So we've got a hot commodity, you know. As much as I like Saliba, I hope he stays here for a number of years and helps us win trophies. But if not, if we can get stupid money, reinvest that and we keep it moving, it could be done. But we need to tie down his contract. Apparently, AC Milan and Maldini tried to, tried to get involved as well. But Arsenal said he's a non-transferable player. Big up uh, Madison. Don't know why Southgate didn't select him for goals and assists combined since May the 11th. Harlem weren't even here and he's got 17. Madison's got 14, tied with Kevin De Bruyne, one behind Harry Kane, people. And you look at Madison's form, five goals, two assists in seven, red hot form from Madison. Arsenal have stepped up their efforts to renew William Saliba's contract and he'll be offered a significant pay rise on his current 40k a week. Deal. Surely he's now going to be into the hundreds. Because on that, Cedric must be earning more than him. Fabrizio Romano said Arsenal have been really inflexible on Saliba, untouchable despite Marseille's intention to make a bid. Saliba was also in Arsenal's list after a priority target, Jules Conde. He's really loving life at Arsenal and he's an Arsenal fan. Give him the peas. Let's keep it moving, really and truly. What other Arsenal websites are there? What's these lot saying? Well, apart from Cedric recovering, there isn't too much more to really speak on in that regards. We've just saw that. Uh, you know, Fabrizio Romano and Martinelli, many top clubs are following Martinelli, but I'm told Arsenal have been planning to offer him a new contract for a long time. Arsenal still have a chance to keep Martinelli as he's considered a top player for the future. And Chelsea have been linked with him in the last 24 hours, people. On Saka, and you, listen, this shouldn't shock people. The top clubs always going to look at top players. The top English clubs have been monitoring the situation for some time, but the good news for Gunners supporters is that Arsenal is in the players' priority. Saka loves the club and there is a negotiation in progress. On, on, on Locatelli, Arsenal were really pushing to sign Locatelli one year ago, but then he wanted to join Juventus. Honestly, as of now, I have no further news on Arsenal or Man United being in talks with Locatelli's reps or with Juventus. Remember, the Italian club paid more than €40 million Euros to sign him just one year ago. I suspect there's little chance they'll be thinking about letting him leave right now, which I'm with that. Saka could be getting close to 200 k which he deserves, really. What's Pepe on technically? I know Nice are soldiering some of the fees but if they don't take him permanently Pepe's got to be one of the top earners if I'm Saliba if I'm Saka if I'm Martinelli I might not get what he's on but I'm sitting there saying yo he's been shifted out I'm playing I'm young let's be honest you want me to stay for a significant period of my life I like being here 
show me the cash. And you, I'd imagine Ben White, Gabriel, and a couple of others are probably in line to sign extended deals or improved terms as well. So, yeah, we saw that. What's this? Ian Wright knows players waiting to join if Gunners can make um, Champions League, which I hope we can. And with it being Ian Wright... People deluded, I'm back yeah. again. Come on, Ian. Come on, come on. <laughs> Big up righty. So, hopefully there is that. Ian Wright has claimed he knows of players wanting to join Arsenal if they are to secure Champions League football next season. Specifically, what's... what's Ian said, whatever happens off the back of this season, if Arsenal do get in the top four with the players that I know are probably waiting, they said, hello, who? He said, no, 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 I can't say anything. Waiting for Arsenal to get in the Champions League this season will be a massive learning curve for this team. That's the least we can get out of it. And we'd have to buy a lot of players, respectfully. A lot of these players that are playing week in, week out, they'd have to get rubbed out. Respectfully, they'd have to get rubbed out. They'd have to get rubbed out because it's Champions League. You're going to have to play your best team in the group. So, yeah, man, big him up for that. Um... Mikel Arteta keeps calling up 17-year-old Arsenal youngster to senior training. We know Waters is always called up. Hopefully, you know, you, Koza Jubri, you know, a couple of you can travel over to where we're we playing at home. No, it's at the Emirates. So hopefully you look can play. You know, I think if I'm Odegaard, I want to play. It's against a Norwegian outfit, you know, countrymen and that. Uh, Arsenal were favourite destinations of Columbus or football Atletico Madrid. Oh, we've already saw this. Cedric's back in training slash fit, which could be good. Arsenal target Yuri Telemans makes final decisions about his transfer plans. And what's that? He has no intention of signing a new deal and he will not make a decision over his next club until after the World Cup. That's cool. Fabrizio said, at the moment, there are still no concrete updates for Telemans. For sure, he's not extending his contract with Leicester. But at the moment, there are no advanced talks with any club. It will start during during or after the World Cup. And that's good, you know, if he keeps playing well for Leicester and doing what and doing what he's doing, you know, being a free agent or able to agree things, you know, with a winter World Cup, he's doing he's doing the best he can, really. Let me send this. Sorry, people. Uh be ready in 10. Oh, don't flop me, Paul. Don't flop me. Please don't flop the content. Don't. So, yeah, man, that's that's what he said there. Sometimes brilliant, regularly decisive. What's this? He's earned raised reviews. He's failed to live up to expectations against Spurs and Frankfurt. Those games saw him showing lax positioning without the ball and lapses in concentration that caused problems for his side defensively. What have I been saying? Big up Tavares. Shout out to you for doing what you're doing at Marseille. But until you have a standout defensive performance, I don't care what you do in a nice way. I know you're a baller. I know you can go forward. I know you're the modern day fullback. I know in a back three as a wingback, your strengths are going to be highlighted. But it's defensively. If you could marry that defensively being somewhat competent and thinking and playing less on instinct, crazy. So hopefully he can show that he can be a left back at Arsenal, make us a profit or whatever. It is what it is. But yeah, that's that. This article is just reiterating Barcelona targeted Saliba people. So we'd have to see, we'll have to see what's going on in that regards. I don't know for these sex bots. So yeah, man. It is what it is in that regards. Uh 115.10. You know, Henri both, man. Henri for me. DG, realistically, how much you think Leicester will want for Madison? Bro, they're gonna want at least 50 in the summer, in my opinion. And they priced him out of a movie only because he's contracted until 2024. Should loan him out for three years would develop massively. I mean, he's on the contract for a decent amount of time. 
I would like Madison, but he would only bench Od Odegaard. I don't know. The best players, you know, make it mean you're the make sure you're the best done on the pitch. Give Arteta the right headache, and you do what you need to do. You play every week, essentially, really. So we'd have to see how that one there develops, people. I mean, just sorry, people. I'm just wary because at one o'clock, if nothing flops. Yeah, cool. At one o'clock, yeah, I'm getting a preview. It's not going to be live. I'm getting a preview done for you for the Arsenal-Liverpool game. So, yeah, man. Madison takes Xhaka spot 100%. I wouldn't say 100%. Two different players. And I think you're underrating what Xhaka does. But two different roles. But, okay. Take your word for it. Fair play. Genuinely scared to leave. But my, I've seen Thierry on really leave this club. Whoever wants to leave, fair play. You know, obviously... It's probably naive to expect all of these guys, you know, all of these guys to stay here all the time. If you want to leave, leave. Just make sure you get replacements and you get the right money. Things have to keep ticking. It'd be a shame to see Saliba go after a season if it was true. Hopefully, I think he will sign a new... I am... I, well, like, who am I to be confident? But I am quite confident Saliba, Martinelli and Sacco sign a new deal. But I don't work for Arsenal. I don't work for the agents. Anything can change really and truly. So, I don't know anything, man. I would like Paul Torres. Xhaka is 30, the bar moves past 30. I'll take your word for it, bro. I'll take your word for it, man. Have I missed anything out? No, I haven't. So, yeah, man, that's what I'd be saying in that regards, if I'm completely honest with you. Uh, and, and on that topic as well, big up everyone who just followed in the last hour on YouTube and Twitch. Again, just because I'm conscious of time, people, and I need to set up this other watch along, we're going to have to clip this. But don't fret, people. I'll be back in four hours at 5.30 p.m. You know, Marseille versus Sporting. Hopefully, you know, we can see some stars of tomorrow with Sporting. They always got players that are sold. Hopefully, the man in the picture there, Tavares, plays well. Shout out, Guendouzi. 8 p.m., people. 8 p.m. kickoff, 7.40. We're watching Inter versus Bayern. Uh, also, sorry, please make sure you're hitting the like button. You're subscribing if you haven't already. I would take Jeremy Pino. We is linked with him. I don't know what happened. So, yeah, make sure you're subscribing. Make sure you're checking out the, the, the playlist on my channel. Make sure you're checking out the timestamps. Make sure you're setting your notifications on YouTube and Twitch, people. So, yeah, it is what it is. Again, it's been a fantastic uh, live stream. You lot have carried it. I always say it, but thank you very much for your talking points. You lot are the heartbeat of the platform. One love for supporting on Twitch and YouTube, people. Bro, we do it for the back. We do it for the gang, man. We do it for the gang. Why not, man? Why not? It's better than the other one. I think I might watch Live Six, watch Live Six. Is it Live Six Celtic? I might watch that tomorrow still. It's better than... That was the better... That was the better thingy. The better 545 kickoff game, man. Allow me, man. We do it because we love watching ball, man. But yeah, on that topic, though, you lot stay blessed, stay safe. As usual, one love for you lot supporting the content and being locked in. Appreciative for the 137 likes that were provided. The target was 100. So, bless up to you lot. Most importantly, you and your loved ones stay safe, stay blessed, stay in good health, and we'll buck up again, people. You know, have a good week and all of them things and a good day. Peace. Hey, 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 smash the like button as well and subscribe.
Sorry.